May you this day be blessed. Hi there, I'm Sister Catherine Herms and thank you for joining me today as we explore the love that is the heart of the world and the work of the heart that helps us become this love and discover it in the world so that all the world becomes to us like the miraculous burning bush. We have been invisibly stamped with the signature, the seal of the God who bends over us with such tenderness. I call this work of the heart, heart work. Heart work exists because people realize they've come to a place in their life where they, they want spiritual direction. Maybe there are too many options, or maybe there seems to be no options at all. Perhaps they have new eyes to see, or perhaps they're longing for this new sight. Some have touched the sunrise within their soul and want more. Others are longing for this spiritual gift. Sometimes our hearts are filled with nagging questions that run like background music in our life. Do I matter to God? Does God see me? Does God hear me? Does God get what's happening to me and what it means? In heart work, we answer the essential question, who am I now in this situation of my life and in these relationships? To learn more about heart work and what God has led me to do in the world, or just to stay in touch, visit touchingthesunrise.com. The seismic shifts that are underway in every aspect of our culture these days are nothing compared to the seismic shifts that God is calling me to personally and perhaps calling all of us to if there is to be any resolution that will promote the human advancement of us all. We can no longer face anything the same way we did five months ago. It seems like such a breath of time, five months, and yet a centuries-wide chasm has been broken open by the processes and changes that are fracturing and reshaping the world as we have known it. We collectively stare into a widening canyon of uncertainty as life spins into unexpected directions. Uncertainty. Where will this all end? What will happen to me? Will I be able to keep what I have? Am I somehow also responsible for this? Am I all that God has put me on this earth to be and to do? Yet a window of possibility is emerging. The possibility that we might feel with courage, that we might decide with love, that we might listen with neutrality, that we might be willing to lose something that another might have, to die that another might live. As John O'Donohue wrote in the book To Bless the Space Between Us, a book of blessings, Weariness invades your spirit. Gravity begins falling inside you, dragging down every bone. The tide you never valued has gone out, and you are marooned on unsure ground. 
You have been forced to enter empty time. The desire that drove you has relinquished. There is nothing else to do now but rest and patiently learn to receive the self, the self that you have forsaken in the race of days. The isolation that was imposed on us by the life-threatening spread of COVID-19 has been a worldwide empty time in which we touched the raw needs of our heart and soul, where we reached out for the humanity of others, where we realized that we are no different from anyone else sheltered behind doors, afraid. We had to give up the desires that drove us, but a few weeks before, the world changed in the twinkling of an eye as we closed the doors behind us, each facing our own vulnerability, our death. Forsaking the race of days, we pondered now the end of our days. John O'Donohue continued, At first your thinking will darken, and sadness take over like tireless weather. The flow of unwept tears will frighten you. You have traveled too fast over false ground, and now your soul has come to take you back. And then as George Floyd's days were ended, and the unheard cry of our black brothers and sisters wailed through the world's streets in a demand for justice, our front doors burst open as we ran out into the streets, literally or figuratively. We have been pulled too quickly back into traveling too fast over false ground. Our soul snatched from us as we live now too much on the level of senses, appearance, rage, justification, confusion, guilt, and fear. As we, during the first weeks of the pandemic, touched in a new way our own humanity and and that of those we loved, and perhaps that of everyone else to whom we felt bound by bonds of sympathy, we are called now to touch the humanity of those we may not know, people for whom, for one reason or another, we may feel no compassion. To truly understand what frightens us or enrages us, we need to understand, deeply understand, the humanity of the other, what matters to them, their history, their frame of reference, their desires and fears, We need to put them first. We need to let ourselves become the student. We need the courage to care, to be kind, to assume there is more context to the particulars we see in any given situation. Do we have the the humility to study, to read, to research, and to plead with God for enlightenment and truth and charity. To do all this, we need to close once again the doors of our passion. Whether we walk in protest or otherwise engage in this transformation into which we all are swept, we need to dig more deeply into our souls for the sake of honoring the humanity 
of the other, whoever for us the other might be. As I look into my own heart, I want to sincerely try to carefully separate fear from the courage to undergo the truth, to separate anger from the willingness to engage in constructing a civilization in which all are blessed, to separate resentment from the humility that allows another a new beginning, to separate willfulness from the power of kindly compassion and goodness that builds up the other, even at the cost of myself. As John O'Donohue prays as he ends his blessing, I offer this blessing also for you. I wish all of this for you. Gradually, he says, you will return to yourself, having learned a new respect for your heart and the joy that dwells far within slow time. Sometimes we can feel as though we were lost in a deep forest where no clear paths are visible. A blend of spiritual guidance, mentorship, and counseling, the Heartwork community is a place where you learn to explore, love, open, and nourish the paradise of your heart, your deep heart, where God is already dwelling within you. You will discover that though you waited for light to appear from outside, the paths of light are imprinted in your heart where the Trinity abides, and we learn to walk them through the valleys and mountaintops of lived experience. Heartwork is a process of accompaniment that honors your story, creates a space in which you can safely explore what is happening with you, gain the tools to come home to your heart where the Trinity is already at work, be recreated by love, and set out again. To learn more about Heartwork and what God has led me to do in the world, or just to stay in touch, visit touchingthesunrise.com.